Hello, welcome, bienvenidos todos to the first ever episode of Mujer Rise. We are so excited to have this podcast being started. We're just so ready to reach women, especially in the Hispanic Latino community. And yeah, so my name is Amanda. Y mi nombre es Noeli. And our mission statement is to help reach the Latina community to help them realize their true worth in Christ. Y vamos a hablar de dinero, negocio, amor, amor propio, estar soltera y maternidad. Yes, so we're so excited to touch on all those things to help you realize your true worth, to help you realize that you are worthy of having any dream and any goal that you want to reach. So, like I said, my name is Amanda. I am a certified life coach. I am 29 years old and I am from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And my name is Noeli and I am a branding business coach and I'm 31 years old and I'm from the Central Florida area. Yes, so yeah, thank you each and every one of you for joining and we're just so excited, like I said, just so excited to create this safe place and for women, especially in the Hispanic community, as we feel like there's really not a lot of talk about Hispanic women going out and reaching their dreams and realizing their true potential and, you know, breaking out of those generational curses and those, you know, chains kind of that have been placed on women of, you know, just being at home, taking care of the children and having a husband. Nosotros sentimos que no hay una comunidad para mujeres latinas que se puedan expresar, que puedan dejar esas las generaciones maldicionalizadas, los temores, que el enfoque muchas veces de la mujer latina es en la familia, el esposo, y a veces nosotros muchas veces los vemos como un último pensamiento y en vez de ser el principio pensamiento, porque si somos Si lo estamos llenando nosotras mismas, podemos llenar los, va los vasos de nuestros hijos y de nuestros esposos y de nuestra familia. Yes, yes, so true. So, we have a vision for this podcast. You know, we have a vision to create courses, create an actual school to help women learn about themselves, but also even maybe learning to help even other women you know i think there's so much satisfaction in having a career and maybe it's not even a career maybe it's just something that you can do for yourself but you know i've always had that desire in me to help women nosotros tenemos la misión para no la visión y la misión de no solamente hacer una escuela pero también queremos crear cursos que demos que la mujer no solamente sea el foco su familia y su y y su negocio, pero que sea ella también el enfoque, que ella esté llenando su vaso para llenar los otros vasos de su familiar. Yes, so this is important. Esto es bien importante para las mujeres. You know, we're going to help women. Women need to rise up. Las mujeres en este tiempo se tiene que levantar, tiene que sacar tiempo para ella misma para que ella pueda derramar en su vaso en otros pasos porque en este momento sigo diciendo lo mismo de los vasos porque est estamos en un momento que muchas mujeres se sienten vacías que se sienten que cómo pueden dar para su familia cuando no tienen tienen un espacio vacío en su corazón y en un espacio vacío en su adentro de su ser y tienen que llenar eso con Cristo para ellos poder no solamente ser transformadas pero para que sus hijos y su esposo y su familia sean transformadas exactly you know we need to be taking care of ourselves in order to really help everyone else in our lives. And I think it's so backwards, especially in the, you know, Latino community. You know, we, as women, were constantly being told to, you know, put everyone else's needs ahead of ours. And if you even attempt to put, you know, your own needs and your own goals and dreams, you know, and, and you know, before everything else in your life, you're considered very selfish. Que muchas veces en la, en la comunidad latina, que si tú te, te consideras a ti, ponerte de primera a ti, antes que tu familia, tú, una, tú muchas veces te consideras egoísta, que no estás mirando la interés de tu familia, pero eso es algo, es un erróneo, porque si tú te miras primero a ti, tú puedes brindarle más a tu familia, porque un vaso, un vaso vacío no puede llenar otros vasos, lo que estás derramando son las últimas 
um, gotas de ti, los últimos respiros, los últimos resplandor se los estás dando a ellos porque todo eso es todo lo que te queda, pero si tú estás llena, tú puedes dar abundancia. Y nosotros queremos brindarle a una comunidad de mujeres latinas que, que cuando lleguen a su familia, a su negocio, a cualquier área, cuando están solteras, cuando tienen niños pequeños, cuando están casados, cuando se están enfrentando a un divorcio, que ellos puedan llenarse, no solamente con ellas mismas, pero llenarse en la presencia del Señor, llenarse con la palabra, llenarse con todas esas herramientas para no solamente ellas estar bien con ellas mismas, pero poder brindar mucho más a su familia y a su comunidad. Yes, exactly. That is so true. And You know, we wanted to start this podcast a few months ago, and this podcast and our whole really business that we're building around Mujer Rise will be English and Spanish. You know, I grew up with a Mexican mother. My mom is from Mexico, and I understand the whole, you know, mindset of, well, at least in my household, it was don't share your feelings, don't talk about what you're feeling you're just a child, you know, I was the youngest child, I was the youngest girl, I always felt like my voice didn't matter, and like my dreams and my goals didn't matter, and even till now, there's still, you know, resistance around that, around sharing that, so Noelle, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what you saw growing up, and why maybe, you know, what you can kind of give to this podcast? Well, growing up, for me, I'm Puerto Rican, and I was born in Puerto Rico. Yo nací en Puerto Rico y fue creada en Chicago, en los Estados Unidos. Y lo que yo vi en mi hogar es que no tanto de no compartir los sentimientos, también mi familia era así, pero era más que el hombre manda. Lo que él diga, eso es lo que va. Y, yeah. y yo nací como que, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo también tengo una voz y yo quiero ser escuchada. Y muchas veces, y no solamente en mi hogar, yo lo vi en muchas diferentes... Yo me crié en Chicago, pero yo pasé todos mis veranos en Puerto Rico y muchas veces en la cultura puertorriqueña, el hombre hay mucho machismo en la comunidad latina y el que manda es el hombre. Su perspectiva es lo que es. Y la mujer también, no, como lo digo, la mujer tiene valor, pero no a veces expresa su voz, no se levanta para lo que tiene que decir, especialmente en esa época cuando estaba creciendo no estamos como ahora que todo el mundo tiene una opinión y tú me vas a escuchar porque tú me vas a escuchar, you're gonna hear me you're gonna hear me roar, like women are rising up to roar, yeah. but still men are very pro-dominant here like, yeah. exactly, so you know, we've all, obviously you know, as a collective you know, the whole world has kind of stepped up from that, you know, women are not con as confined as they were back in the day, but I feel like it's still a bit prominent in the, you know, Latino Hispanic community of, you know, that's kind of still, especially with like people like us that have like those older parents still, you know, their generation was really focused on, you know, even the men, even, you know, that's how Mexican men are too, you know, my dad, you know, he's half Mexican, so he wasn't like that but you know I had friends and you know different people have talked to me about that about having you know a Mexican dad and you know how you know they weren't even allowed to like go get their nails done or even paint their nails like oh, it no. was like so strict <laughs> like yeah I had friends that couldn't paint their nails and that's another thing you know women are being you know so sexualized at such a young age and even like you know you hear You know, even when a woman gets pregnant and the man's like, I don't want a girl because, you know, you know, they're going to go and date men and blah, 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 blah. And it's like the baby's not even born yet. He's already being sexualized. <laughs> so he project has already been married, has been already been put off. Exactly. Like, oh, she's a girl. So, no, because I'm not going to be able to handle her dating. And, and this baby's not even born yet, you know. And I think that's kind of that happens a lot in the Hispanic community because I hear that a lot. You know? Oh, I, yeah. I hear that so much. In my household, um, going back to that, is um, my my dad had a say. My mom, actually, and my, and my women, in my family, my the women are very strong, and it's it's gonna get done because it's gonna get done. Um, the men do have an opinion, but I've seen a lot of households where um, the woman does not have a voice. Mm -hmm. This I'm gonna, this is what's gonna happen, and you're just gonna go with it. And I just I always saw that. 
my grandfather was that like that on my dad's side it was he was very like oh women belong basically barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen and i was like oh no no not me <laughs> yeah uh-uh. yeah exactly so you know this podcast i just want it to be uh you know even as not just the podcast but the community that we're gonna build as a whole you know just a safe you know place for women who do feel like that or who feel like you know they're not being heard or they can't achieve you know the things that they actually want because maybe that you know that guilt comes up you know so there's so much guilt you know within women of stepping out and achieving what they actually desire there's guilt for me as for for me being a mom and I'm a I'm a divorced mom there's guilt over here there's a lot of guilt so tell me how is it the perspective what guilt do you have as a single woman well, I think as a single woman is, you know, someone that's not married and, you know, I'm approaching my 30s and, you know, in the Hispanic community, oh, so many women are already married and have kids and and here I am, you know, just kind of doing whatever I really want <laughs> and, you know, you don't really see that a lot. And feels good though, right? It feels amazing, <laughs> but you don't really see that a lot in our community, so whenever they see someone doing that it's kind of like you're the oddball out yeah because at, at at your age you're supposed to be have already 2.5 kids uh a cat a dog a yeah. whole husband <laughs> and if you don't you're like esta tarde se te está yendo el tren o si tú no te casas antes de los 20 antes de los 30 ya está te vas a meter a la jamona exactly you're like you're gonna uh, be all made <laughs> and i was like but that doesn't exist anymore. That doesn't exist anymore. And I feel like, you know, especially now in this day and age, I feel like you should stabilize yourself, know yourself first before, you know, you step into marriage and having kids. And, you know, that's not to put any shame on someone that got married young or had kids young. You know, there's all, we're always growing, we're always learning, we're never at a place where we like know everything, we're so perfect, and of course we each have our own journey, but like we just all need to stop feeling guilty for our own journey is what, you know, I really want to portray. Yeah, I completely agree, because I'm like, I'm 31, and I'm divorced, and I have a whole five-year-old, and I, and I feel guilty sometimes, because I'm like, I want to juggle all these things, plus be a mom. Plus, I want to I want to get married again. I want to have a whole family again, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's not one and done anymore. It's not your life doesn't start at a certain age and it doesn't end at a certain age. There's seasons in our life, and you're going through your single season again, and I'm going through my single season again. But this time, we're not going through our single season alone like we did when we were in our twenties, mm-hmm. and we didn't have really we had Christ, but we didn't know Christ. And now, when we're in the, this season of our lives. We want to have that intimacy truly with Christ so we can have that true intimacy when we have our husbands and we have our families. Exactly. And then another thing is we need to stop denying what we truly want. I feel so many women deny what they truly want. You know, we want... um, If we want marriage, just say you want marriage. You know, don't feel guilty for that. So yeah, going back to a little bit more about why we started this podcast. Well, we've been wanting to start this podcast for a while now, and we honestly didn't really know what to, you know, talk about, really. Well, we, we had an idea. It was originally <laughs> going to be the business mindset baddie, and then Jesus just wrecked that this week, and he's like, nah, 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 nah. That's yeah, not Yeah, we're going to be the business mindset baddie, although we are going to talk about business mindset because I am a businesswoman. I have my own business, and so do you. Yeah, we both have business. We have, I've had two, I have two businesses. You have one. No, we have two together. Yeah. <laughs> I have three, so, but it's it was that was originally what it was going to be about and then just God just changed it and he's like no we want you to talk about to my women yes I want them to rise I want them to be in the community to thrive and it's just not about one thing but it's about all the things Mm -hmm. that's going on in life because Mm -hmm. life can be very hectic so no solamente la visión cuando empezamos no sabíamos de que iba a ser el podcast Teníamos una idea que iba a ser de business mindset body, pero Dios este fin de semana cambió todo eso. Fuimos para la conferencia de T.D. Jakes, so Sarah Jakes. Yeah. And that just 
evolved us because it was called Women Evolved, and it completely evolved this podcast a, a whole left side from the right side that we were going. Yes, it was such a great conference. If you ever get a chance to go see, you know, her, you know, go to one of her conferences, Sarah Jakes Roberts, you know, I highly, highly recommend. That was the first time I actually ever saw her preach. You actually were the one that invited me to the conference. I had never even seen her preach. And when I saw her on there, like, it was just so amazing. And it definitely birthed something in me. So, yeah, if you ever get a chance to see her or even go on YouTube, I'm sure there's YouTube videos on her. I haven't even got a chance to go and really look her up and anything. But just like from this con- from this conference this past weekend, I was just mi- completely mind blown. And if you know anything about me, then you know that I am a life coach and I do coach people on manifestation. Now, there's nothing wrong with manifestation. We should all go after everything that we desire. We should you know, pray and ask God about the things that we want. But sometimes that can become so surface level. And I want to go deeper. I want to help women go deeper, 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 deeper than the surface level stuff, than the material things and, you know, having the man that they desire, you know, deeper, deeper, deeper. Life is not about those surface level things. No, it's not. Um, ella está diciendo básicamente que ella quiere que la mujer eh, ayudar a la mujer ir más profundo más allá de solamente lo de interior lo, lo que se ve afuera pero que miren adentro puri, adentro de su corazón y vean de verdad lo que desean porque muchas mujeres no solamente nacimos para ser mamá y hacer la esposa pero nacimos aquí hay negocios hay, aquí hay mujeres que necesitan levantarse porque tienen ideas de escribir un libro tienen ideas aquí para hacer negocios tremendos, para ser millonarias y están dejando eso porque son te están mirando lo, lo superficial y aquí hay un, mujeres que vi, vienen, que están dispuestas a mover este mundo que están, they're ready to shake up this world and we're so consumed by, who am I going to marry to how many kids am I going to have and it's superficial stuff and it's not wrong to want those things, we want those things as well yeah. but the thing is is that your main focus? Because so many people get wrapped up into like, I want him, I want him, or I want that family. And it's like, you're going to have that family, but have you found what's your purpose besides being a mom and a, and a wife? Because I've always, since I can remember, that's always what I've always wanted to do, be a mom and a wife. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm on this journey of rediscovering myself and having a better, stronger relationship with Christ, is, I'm going to have that at the time. So let me focus on and and see what God wants me to do in this season in my mm-hmm. life. And who does he want me to really impact? Like how what can you add to that? Like what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I I I totally relate to that, you know. Just going deeper is what I really want to do, you know, pulling more out of myself than just having the man and having, you know, the relationship of my dreams or, you know, the house and the car, you know, deeper than that going deeper because yes you can have those things and i truly believe that god wants us to be happy and enjoy the things here you know but also you know never forget him and give thanks and really how we bring things into our lives is by tapping into that gratitude being very Mm -hmm. grateful for the things that you have and the things that are going to also show up in your life and another thing is you know how you bring amazing things is you understand that you can just trust in God you can rest you know in the knowing that Jesus has your back you don't need everything else you don't need to go and find the next video or the next book that's just going to make it click all you need to know is that you are already fully supported to have everything that you want if you have a desire in your heart and you ask Jesus hey Jesus this is what I want show me the way I trust you and at the right time it's going to show up for me and so many people are so impatient and they want things Mm -hmm. instantly and they just want it now and then they don't realize if they do get that thing then what they don't realize that as humans we're sometimes very stubborn and we're never truly satisfied in a way Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to the surface level things you know when we have something we okay well what's the next thing what's next what's next you know that kind of I kind of realized that with my own you know success like on social media and things like that like I used to 
like think about oh when I have 500 YouTube subscribers like I'm gonna feel so happy and then I hit 500 YouTube subscribers I'm like okay well what's next like it doesn't really feel like anything different you know it's all right I have 500 like what's next and then I hit a thousand and I'm like what's next what's next what's next and you know that's one thing that I realized you know during this past season of my life is that there's something more to life than just having these things or even like dating you know like you know whenever if I get the phone call that I desire or the text message you know it's always like okay well what's next what's more what's more you know if I get told I love you you know I'm still like what's more what's next what's next you know like I want more I want more I want more and I think it's just because I need to dig in deeper I need to find true rest in the creator I agree because the apostle Paul talks about that he talks about there's a race that we're doing and the race is many times the race that we're having in reality is with social media what we see on Instagram Facebook TikTok there's so much of a comparison now and then the real race that you should be really running in life is your own and then even in that race you're constantly comparing but when am I gonna have this or when am I gonna have that is because we're so used to microwave life where we want a guideline, we want a whole path. And God's like, no, I'm not going to give you the whole path. I'm going to give you this one step, do that, and, and I'll light up the next step, and I'll light up the next step. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to trust, right? Yeah. It's really hard to trust. You know why? Because we, we want to know, the, we want to be certain that we're going to be okay. And we just got to be certain in knowing that we're okay in Christ. And even if he doesn't show you the whole plan, even if he doesn't show you everything that you want to know, you gotta know and, and and trust that he's gonna take you to the steps that you want. He's gonna give you better the life that you even imagined. Exactly. Cause today we were at Target and we saw that book. Got Jesus bamboozled me into the life of my dreams. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you got caught by Jesus, huh? Yep. Cause when Jesus, cuando Dios te arresta, a veces muchas veces queremos una vida. Que Dios lo dice todo. Mira, tú vas a tener esto, tú vas a tener X, Y. Everything's laid out, todo está ahí. Y Dios no funciona a veces así porque Él quiere que tú confíes en Él. En cada una de las etapas de tu vida, que Él confía. Que mira, este paso te voy a dar el próximo, te voy a dar el próximo. Pero a veces nosotros no lo movemos de un paso para el otro porque no confiamos. We never even reach the second step. Because we don't even trust. But we want all these things, but we don't want to trust the Creator. But we want them. And then exactly. we, we, when we get them, we're not completely satisfied because it's not about that satisfaction in the thing, in the relationship. Your satisfaction comes from Jesus Christ. He's the only one that's going to fulfill that need, that thirst that we have. Because the water speaks about there is everlasting water. And once you go into him, you're going to find that everlasting mm-hmm. water, peace, and rest. And that certainty of knowing everything's okay. And it's not a one, two, three. It's a constant relationship seeking that mm-hmm. intimacy with Jesus what we learned this weekend about worship exactly yeah so you know worshiping isn't even about you know God it's about us is what I learned this past weekend and you know one thing that I kind of share with my clients you know my clients come to me based on you know what I've been teaching you know and you know I haven't really talked about like my faith and stuff I, I share with my clients that I you know I'm a believer I believe in God and you know a lot of them come to me just so thirsty and you know hungry and they just want change and if they don't see it you know they lose the faith Mm -hmm. but faith isn't about seeing it's about trusting it's about creating with your creator stepping in to that and you know i also tell my clients you're so impatient because of the world that we live in today we get we live in a fast-paced world we live in a world where everything is available to us instantly but maybe these goals and these dreams that we have and these desires are going to take time to brew there's going to be steps there's going to be people that maybe need to come in and help you and we don't see that we don't always see that we don't see what's going on behind the scenes we don't see what god is doing behind the scenes on our behalf and some of us, we keep digging up that seed that we plant because we can, okay, I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to trust God to bring this thing into my life at the right time. 
and I'm just going to enjoy my life. I'm going to rest in that knowing. But then a few days go by or weeks or months and nothing changes and they dig up that seed. Well, where is it? And you don't even know what has been going on behind the scenes. You don't re- you don't know what God has been put placing in people's hearts or minds to do something, to conspire on your behalf to get you to where you need to go. Yeah. There's many times in my own business that people have been talking about me and I didn't even know about it and that's how I land clients. Exactly. Because you think you, it's in your will and it's in your power, so that's why That's why they come to you because they think, I'm tired of waiting on Jesus. Or some of them don't even know about Jesus. Some people Mm -hmm. don't know that what God can do for you in your life. And they're like, they're looking for the quick fix. Mm -hmm. I can do this. We've talked about the theories of manifestation. And when I came to you as your client, because I became your client first, Mm -hmm. I was like, there's a real, and I told you, there's a real thin line between manifestation. Yeah. Like, it can go real sour real quick. There's a real thin line, and, you know, I practice more of the law of assumption. The law of assumption is basically, you know, your assumptions create, you know, and it's kind of, you know, we can even do it, you know, biblical of, like, you know, renewing your mind, things like that, whatever you speak, then that is yours, but there's so many things out here, so I want to talk about the thin line of manifestation. There's so many things out here, there's so many techniques, there's so many do this, do that, there's people doing like spells and things like that and you know they even said that one of my affirmations was a spell but it's just an affirmation you know I think you know your intention behind those things is you know up to each person really you know but so many people you know are like looking for the next thing the next best thing the next the next coach the next video what else do I need you know circumstances don't matter and, you know, Jesus also wants you to know that your circumstances don't matter. So many of us are focused on the circumstances. When we focus on the circumstances, that is lack of faith. You know, the Bible speaks about that. Like, what you think, that's what you are. Mm-hmm. And what you say is your power, your words have power and death in them. So I completely believe that Jesus talks about manifestation. He mm-hmm. does. But I think there's a thin line because there's tarot cards and there's like seeing the future and psychics and all that type of stuff and mm-hmm. people want to know want to know now what's going to happen to my life in three days and two months and like mm-hmm. tomorrow yeah and they even prophecies like that too people think that prophecy is like an oracle or like the psychic and they're going to give you a whole revelation of your life mm-hmm. and it's not even that because I, I was talking to you earlier today when you give prophecy you got to test the spirit by the spirit you can't take every word that some, everybody says. And that's when I do, when I was looking into manifestation and when I was looking into Never Goddard and all these different type of manifestation teachings, you got to take what resonates with you and apply it and what doesn't because the word speaks about that. Like whatever is for you, you leave it and whatever is not, you take it. Exactly. Because not everything's going to resonate with you and not everything's going to resonate with me. Because we can read, me and you can read the same Bible verse, but we're never going to take away the same thing from it. Exactly. No, you know, and it's even funny today how I found those old notes from like 2000, what, 13? Yeah. And it was like notes from, you know, when I was in church, when I would go to church and it was in an old Bible and it resonated so much with me. Now. Now. And back then he was like, what is that? What is that? I don't care about that. Exactly. So yeah, whatever resonates with you, you know take it and if it doesn't leave it and maybe down the road it might resonate with you yeah because god's gonna bring you back to remembrance because when i told you when god gives you a word he's gonna also give you confirmation he just is not gonna have you out here willy-nilly he's like he ain't gonna have god's never gonna just be like hey figure it out on your own mm-hmm. that's why you left the holy spirit if he wanted you to figure it out on his own he would have never left you the holy spirit and the holy spirit is the is the one that you tap into every day and be like ask me I seen him. How to guide, lead me, guide me, show me, give me revelation when I when I read your word, because not everything we're gonna understand it off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a Bible verse that you read today, and you read tomorrow or six months from now is not gonna give you the same revelation because you're not gonna be in the exact same season you were a year ago. Many times people will be like, but I go through the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, because you're always asking yourself, why me? Why this? But you're never learning from the situation. Mm-hmm. 
No, yeah, I used to do the same thing. I used to ask myself those questions. Why is the same thing happening? Why, why, why? That Why is the same story repeating itself? And we don't realize that that is, you know, affirming for your life. Why, why, why? Yeah, and also, it's because you, you never learned, you never learned that lesson. You didn't ask what you were learning. <laughs> you didn't learn the lesson. You didn't, um, you know. So it's going to keep on popping mm-hmm. up? Yes. It's going to be the same man, different face, or it's going to be the same yes. work situation, different job? Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep on going over and over and over and over again. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you never learned the lessons to begin with. Yeah. Many times we want things to be instant. We want it to pass. We don't want to go through the hurt. We don't want to go through the digging deep. Because mm-hmm. when you dig deep, it hurts. Because you got to dig deep to your past. And God doesn't want you to live in your past. Not, that's not what we're saying. But he wants to heal your past. To take exactly. You to, to, prepare, to prepare you to the, for the future. Mm-hmm. Yep, we need to be healing our past, and that's another thin line when it comes to the manifestation. Is so many people just just assume, just just affirm, just affirm that that pain away. Just you know, just say you don't feel the pain. But sometimes you know, there's so much trauma, and we each been through our own trauma and have taken it differently. That that's not enough. It's not enough to just affirm. Or in a way, in or live in the end, like, okay, well, I went married, so I'm married, and, you know, I'm just married, and then, you know, you're being mistreated by every man or woman that entered your life, but you are expected to just be happy and live happy, and then if you don't live in that, then something's wrong with you, you're doing something wrong, then you're searching, 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 you're going outside of yourself, and you need to be going within, and you need to be asking your creator, what is your next step? Exactly. Because you can be married and living at the end, and you can end up living at the end in the wrong relationship, (laughs) because you want to be married so bad. But if you would have done the work, Mm -hmm. you would have ended up in that healthy, happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because many people is like when we talk about manifestation or bringing something in or praying something in, right? Mm-hmm. When you pray for that relationship and it comes in, but you're not ready, mm-hmm. guess what happens? It just comes right back out. Exactly. So that's why I, you know, teach most of my clients the stability within themselves, the stability of having that relationship with you first, that self love, that self concept. And that is so important. That stability, you need to be stable in yourself. It's not about the other person. It's not about the man. It's not about being married. It's about you. Because if you go and get married and you're still, you are like, okay, I don't have to do any any of the work anymore. I don't have to, you know, try to, you know, change my mind to think better thoughts. I don't need to do any of that. I don't need to pray. I don't need to be in gratitude anymore. Then guess what's going to happen? That relationship is going to, more than likely not be a healthy one not be the one that you actually desired because the man came Mm. in and then now you're back at square one oh i don't need to do any you were only doing the work you were only trying to doing all this to get something and it's not about getting anything it's about trusting it's about becoming your true self so that you have that clear mind of is this really what i want is this really what i want and that is what you want great but, you know, sometimes, you know, I had, I've coached people too where, you know, I help them with their self-love and their self-concept. And they're like, I don't know if I want this man anymore that I was trying to bring in. Because they, they see the man, they put the man on the, on the pedestal. And mm-hmm. a lot of women do that without being manifest, without, they're not even manifesting. Because in the Hispanic community, what is it taught? Men are very much, you serve the man, you, you take care of the man. You do everything for the man, and that's awesome, and that's great. And in a relationship, you should each partner should serve each other. That's not a problem. Exactly. The problem is when he's so much high on the pedestal that you're an afterthought. And that that's the thing. God doesn't want you to be an afterthought because we're not afterthoughts for our father. We're his daughters, and he loves us. And many times, we are constantly putting people on pedestals, and then we're the last, we're the afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how are we going to be the after? How are you going to... In manifestation, is I've learned that you're the star of the, of the show, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why you're star of the show is not because you're selfish and you're self-centered and the world is about you. It's because when you put yourself in that position, you can see who is really aligned to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have the self-concept, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, I'm enough, I have enough. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not out here searching for somebody to fulfill me because I'm already fulfilled. Exactly. We want relationships. We want women to have relationships where these men add to your happiness, not their, that the, that they're your whole happiness. Yeah. There's a lot of relationship based off of he's going to make me happy. I, that job's going to make me happy. Having this baby is going to ha- make me happy. Having all this money is going to ha- make me happy. But you don't even know how to be happy by yourself with exactly. nothing. Exactly. You know, and about two years ago, I went through a season of, like, loneliness, you know, not really having friends to hang out with, and it was just kind of being me by myself. I didn't have a business. I didn't have clients. I didn't have a social media following, and, you know, that sucked. You know, it sucks. It sucks being lonely. It sucks being, you know, alone and not having anyone to talk to, and, you know, in those moments, you're like, I want a relationship you know, or relationships, like, I want a friendship, or, you know, I remember, like, Saturday nights thinking, like, oh, I wish I was in a relationship, because I could be hanging out with my man, you know, doing things with my man, and I didn't have that, and I was in a season of loneliness, but what happened in that season of loneliness was God was preparing me for this moment right now, because I learned so much about myself being alone, that now I can, Mm -hmm. I know, I know how to be alone, because, in those moments I healed and I cried and I would pray to God and why am I alone? Like I want someone here. I don't have friends and everyone's out on Saturday night and here I am at home and you know, you know, I I would read, you know, my Bible sometimes I would go look at Bible verses and you know, and it wasn't easy and it was still painful. And even, even if I was reading those Bible verses to try to, you know, make myself feel better, it still hurt. Yeah, because you were alone. I feel you. Because I, I went through that same season, too, before I got married. And then I went through that season like that, married, because my marriage was hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I was still married, mm-hmm. and I still wanted to hang out with somebody on, on Saturday nights, because my man wouldn't hang out with me. I, I had a relationship, and it was like I had nobody. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, and I, and then I gave birth to my beautiful son, and I had him. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I, he became my partner in crime. Yeah. So even you can be married and still feel alone yeah and not have the ideal relationship that you want Mm -hmm. so what is it to serve you to have a marriage but there's nobody in the marriage is you exactly so you you still doing life on your own so even when i i was alone in my single season then i was alone in my marriage season so and i got abandoned multiple times Mm -hmm. and that people tell me oh people would be coming up to me oh you're such a warrior and i would break out down crying i was like i don't feel like no warrior i feel broken Mm -hmm. I feel sad and God that's where I spend more time with God and that's when I got to know God's heart for me yeah and I'm still learning to know God's heart for me exactly because in each season there's a new lesson and then this season of being single and being a mom I've learned so much and I and I got because I used to pray in that season that she used to be mm-hmm. I used to do the same thing I used to pray in my room God I want to be busy God I want to have an amazing mm-hmm. life God I want to have people that are aligned with my goals I want all these things God when are you gonna do it God 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 and now guess what I'm always busy guess I'm always running yep. guess I'm like now I want naps <laughs> <laughs> I want naps yes yes you know I used to <laughs> be home and just nap? nap and watch Netflix and nap and nap and nap I would nap so much and. You might be like, oh, now yeah. I'm like, I'm so busy. I have clients. I have things I want to do, but you know, you don't have the time, right? I don't have the time. So God was like giving me a whole season of rest because He knew it was coming. And then another thing is, I might piss off a few people here when it comes to <laughs> manifestation. Is I know that when it comes to manifestation and we go through different things, and you hear you manifested that. Well, that was you. That was your thoughts. You know what? Maybe it was, but a lot of us grew up in households that were not the best, that were not as positive, you know, and that's not to blame our parents. The parents did what they could, what they could with what they knew. Mm-hmm. And you do grow up with certain beliefs. And I'm honestly, I'm sick and tired of, of people saying like, it's your fault or cause your thoughts, you're thinking that no, you know, as a child, you know, and as a child, you know, we are observing everything. We're creating our own beliefs And that's why it's so important with the, you know, Hispanic Latino community when it comes to this, because, you know, I grew up with the Mexican mother, you know, I know how she thought, you know, there was, she has a lot of, you know, inner child healing to do, you know, her mother wasn't, you know, Mm. the best mother. And, you know, she had to work at a young age, she had to come over here, she had to send money back to Mexico, you know, and, 
you know, there was a lot of pain, still a lot of pain, you know, you know, in, in her childhood that, you know, she kind of put onto me and that created certain beliefs in myself. So I, I'm tired of these different people that are saying that it's your thoughts and just change your thoughts. And yes, it starts with the thoughts. Yes, we renew our minds. But you know what? Sometimes things happen to us so that we can dig deeper into renewing the mind. We talked about this, and I, and I and I I say this anybody that can listen to me. If your parents were so perfect, if your life was so perfect, then why would you need Jesus? And that's when I was like, my situation with my divorce and all that, I didn't create that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe I manifested that situation. I believe that God allowed that situation in my life for a reason to help other women. Exactly. Because I'm passionate about helping other women through my season. I can tell you what it is to be abandoned. I can tell you what it is to try and restore your relationship. I can have those conversations with women. And before I didn't, and I have compassion, and I don't believe that my situation is better than yours and mine was worse than yours. I have a heart and I have a compassion for women that have been broken and hurt. Exactly. Exactly. And when, that's the thing, like, if I didn't go through all the things that I went through, I wouldn't be on YouTube. I wouldn't have a life coaching business because there would be no need for me to go and help people. I want to help people. I want to help a woman because I've been through different things. And we'll get deeper into our different experiences and other episodes. But if I didn't go through those experiences, I wouldn't have the heart to help people. I want to help people that have been through the things that I went through. I have felt low in my life. I have felt like I wasn't worth it. I wasn't worth having a relationship that I wanted. I wasn't worth making the money that I wanted to make. I have experienced that. And it was based on my childhood and maybe, you know, those thoughts created different circumstances and maybe, yeah, it was me creating everything. Okay, whatever, fine. But you know what, if I didn't go through those experiences, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be on this podcast trying to help other people. So don't ever feel guilty for that. Like, you know, we talked about earlier, there's that thin line between manifestation, you know, very, very thin line. And I think that thin line comes in. When you actually are manifesting, when you're actually conscious of your thoughts. Yes. And, and I became more conscious of my thoughts. And when, if you don't manifest, you, when you come to Jesus, you still have to be conscious of your thoughts <laughs> because God doesn't, he tells you to call things that there's, they're not. Mm-hmm. He tells you if you're poor to say that you're rich. He tells you to talk about, always talk about the exactly. opposite of exactly. your circumstances. Exactly. But that, you know, the circumstances are the circumstances. The circumstances do not matter. You know, and that's where your faith and your trust comes in. Mm-hmm. Your trust in the creator. And, and then also the other thin line with manifestation is people think that they're just doing it on them on their own. You're not doing it on your own. That's never got it. That's because they twisted never got his teaching. They, and, yes. And they told them, they tell these people, and that's something that's never resonated, never resonated with me, that we are God. God is our, our imagination and all that type of stuff. That never really resonated with me. I know that I can do greater things because the Bible speaks of it. It says that I will do greater things in Jesus Christ. It says it in the word. Mm-hmm. So if it says it in the word, then then send that that's possible for me and for you and for anybody that's mm-hmm. listening. It's possible. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in those certain current circumstances where you don't feel enough, where you don't feel worthy or deserving. God doesn't want that for you today. He wants to give you life. And when you step into him, he's going to renew your mind. He's going to change your heart. That's what he really wants. And it doesn't matter. I, I find it that when I looked into manifestation earlier this year and, I, and when we connected, I just found, it's like, when we first talked, I interviewed you. I was like, so do you do tarot cards and do you do crystals? And you're like, no. Because it's a thin line. And I've seen some coaches mm-hmm. out here. And I was like, they're like, just live at the end. And I'm like, that's not living. Living at the end is Living not- in the end and doing, you know, a tarot reading to see, you know, what's going on. It's like, you don't need to know what's going on. I don't need to know what's going on. I just know that, you know, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be good. God placed dreams in my in my heart. And they're going to come into fruition. And I'm not alone in this. It's not just me. I think people feel like it's just them. It's just them. And they have to do it all, all on their own. But like creating things and even like if you want to go back to manifestation, creating things, it, it takes, you know, like trusting, right? Like yeah. having, you know, when things come into your life, it takes trusting. It takes trusting like, you know what? It's it's mine. It's done. I don't need to worry. Um, God's working on my behalf, you know, behind the scenes. 
orchestrating different things because we can't do that we can't orchestrate the events we can't you know so we're we're not god we're created in his image and we're part of god and that's why we can have these dreams and these goals and we can you know put them out there and say to god this is what i want and then god goes to work behind the scenes with so many of us we get in the way. Like we I said, we, we dig up that seed. Okay, but where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm so impatient. I need it now, now, now. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Or some of us, oh, when it comes to healing, we just keep on poking the wound. Keep on poking the wound. Poking, poking the, wound. the wound, yes. And you keep on bleeding, but like, when are you going to heal me? But if you keep on poking the wound, and by poking the wound, I mean talking about it. And it's not, I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it, but I don't think you should talk about it every two seconds. No. If it hurts, talk about it, move on. Give yourself five minutes to vent. We do that with each other. Okay, I need to vent. Can we five each other? Okay, then let's move on. Mm-hmm. Because you can't re- keep on rehashing over and 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 over. Yeah. God's not working, man. That's you. And the thing is, like, we are human and we, and you know, we also understand, like, we are going to have our moments of, of doubt or our moments where we don't feel our very best and that's okay. But that doesn't mean that you give up. That doesn't mean that you stop, you know, trusting that everything's working out for you. Give yourself that moment. Allow yourself to heal to heal then you come back out of it and you realize who the (laughs) i don't know if i can cuss on you (laughs) who the heck you really are there we go we we got it we got it we we focus (laughs) and that's what it's about you give yourself that moment it's okay it's okay if i feel this way you know what god help me out and you know and coaching we call that emotional balancing where you can actually balance those emotions off of you know god you know most people say the universe it's god you know god you balance those emotions off of off of god you ask god to come in and help you with those emotions yeah and he wants to that's the thing he wants for you to have true intimacy with him he wants you to invite him in that dirty area in that messy messy area whatever that is he wants to get down and dirty with you even Jesus Christ in the Bible, he didn't go to the most cleanest parts. He didn't go to the nice part of town. He went to the nitty-gritty. He went to, like, the hood. He went to the ghetto. That's where he liked to hang out <laughs> because that's what he wanted to heal. Mm-hmm. He wanted to heal the broken people, the people that had a humble heart and were able to, that wanted to, wanted, were hungry for that healing. That's what he's want. He wants hungry people to heal them. He wants a heart that is ready and open and humble to receive him so he can come and clean it up. I don't think God's going to lift up the generation that looks perfect. He wants those people that have tattoos and piercings and that don't look perfect, that don't look like the cookie-cutter people. And nobody is perfect out here. So anyone trying to be perfect, that's not true. (laughs) The word says that the first one that is free of sin to throw the first, to cast the first rock, the first stone. And ain't nobody here casting. We all got some, all our our houses are made out of glass out here. I ain't throwing no rocks. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Because nobody's perfect. There's a lot of people that want to project perfection, but they're not perfect. They're not perfect, yeah. And even, like, you know, when I was in my season of loneliness and would get on social media and would see everyone out with their group of friends or their boyfriend or their girlfriend. And I was like, damn, yeah, am I missing out? Like, (laughs) am I missing out? Like, look how perfect their lives are. And then I realized nobody's life is perfect. You know, that's social media. That's surface level stuff What we talked about. Surface level, go deeper. We need to go deeper. I had had people inviting me during that season of loneliness to go to clubs and to go like that. But that never fills me. So I was like, why am I going to go to these places? It doesn't feel... I didn't even get invited to clubs. Girl, I'm jealous. You got invited to clubs? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. No, girl, you got to pay. So you got to get a new outfit. You got to pay for all this alcohol. Nobody was, like, was calling me. <laughs> I was like, and, she, and I got people telling me, well, you're not going to meet a man in your house. I was like, Jesus can bring him to my door if he wants to. There's yeah. nothing impossible. I mean, it could be the UPS man, yes. the mailman. FedEx, you the know. The garbage man. man. You know. Me. Lawn care man. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, we're just messing around, but, you know, we're going to get into more deeper topics, and if you have a deeper topic, this? yeah, <laughs> if you have a t- deeper topic that you want us to discuss, you know, send us a message. Um, Women Arise on Instagram? Yes, so, um, Muhed Rise on Instagram, yeah. so follow us and ask us any questions or anything that you want to hear on this episode. And yo sí hablo español también, pero no tan bueno como Noeli. 
Pero y yo también hago coaching no tan bueno como Amanda, porque estoy empezando. Yes, so si quieren coaching o nomás mirar videos, vamos a tener YouTube también. Yeah, vamos a tener YouTube. We're going to have YouTube, we're going to have Instagram, we're going to have a TikTok. And the thing is, we're both going to be on it. We have, we're both going to have an access store, so we're both going to be hopping off and on. So if you see me in a, if you see me in a story and then you see Amanda, no, we're not, we don't live in the same state, but we are, we're best friends and we talk a lot. So one, we're going to alternate the postings, but there's going to be a lot of us everywhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. If you made it this far on our first ever episode and I'm so excited for what's to come with you know, Muhead Rise and all the amazing things that God has placed on our hearts to do and accomplish. And we're not going to share everything just yet. But, you know, I think this past weekend, the vision really grew. So we're so excited to get started and, you know, have many amazing things in store for this community. Queríamos compartir muchas gracias si llegaste a esta parte del podcast. Yo sé que no todo fue explicado en inglés y en español. Vamos a tratar de siempre mejorar en eso. Y vamos a crear una comunidad tremenda para ustedes mujeres. Para que ustedes sanen. Para que ustedes puedan ver la mejor versión. Porque Dios tiene muchas cosas con ustedes grandes. Que ustedes todavía no conocen. Y queríamos decirles. Nuestro podcast nunca va a ser perfecto. Nunca va a ser va el mejor de los mejores, pero va a ser lleno de Cristo y eso es lo más que importa, porque Dios quiere impactar a ustedes como mujeres y queríamos decirles que aquí tienen dos mujeres transparentes que vamos a hablar de todas las etapas de nuestra vida y queremos que ustedes sean bienvenidas este, en esta comunidad y que se sientan cómodas y completas y queríamos dejarles saber que ustedes son suficientes y tienen suficiente. Yes, you are worthy, you are enough, and you are not just enough. You have enough. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Adios.